Welcome everybody to the MGA Mediocast. This is episode 41. This is the podcast for the MGA, the Mediocre Golf Association. My name is Willie Dills. I'm joined, of course, by co-founder El Presidente, John Lucky Kick Morley. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Here we go, episode 41. But not only uh, is the relaunch happening now on a weekly basis, but now we're having guests? What the hell? This is crazy. We're joined, of course, as well by our special guest, Tallahassee chapter leader, Ian Cowis? 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 How do you say it? <laughs> They're all, that's all close enough. All acceptable? Hey guys, th- all thanks right. for having me. Hell yeah. So, uh, I've heard people, worse. People who don't know Ian. It's Cal- not a hard W. Yeah, it's a hard W. It's a si- oh, the W silent. <laughs> it's Koss. Um, Koss. <laughs> the K and the W are silent. It's just ass. Uh, all right, so... For those who don't know Ian, uh, which if you've been to the World Championships for the last, what, seven years? How many times have you come now? I think my first one was 18, 17. Okay. Okay, so five years, six years. Yeah. All right. About um, five years, yeah. Yeah, I was close. So if you come to those, you've seen him. He's been at every one since he started coming. Uh, but he is the Tallahassee chapter leader. Uh, and John, what? Why? Why would we bring Ian in today? What? What qualifies him as a chapter leader who could discuss what it means to be a chapter leader? Well, exactly. This episode's about being a chapter leader, what it takes to run a chapter, what's involved in a chapter, and just giving a little behind the scenes on, on all of that. And Ian checks quite a few boxes. He's been a chapter leader since 2014. Uh, some people think he's funny. I've heard. People say that. I'm in that uh, camp. I'm in that camp. I'm did- funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious, dude. Uh, that was really good. <laughs> uh, importantly, his chapter takes part in regional events, True. such as the uh, the shit show, which is the So Hot Invitational Tournament. Is that right? You got that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I I've even John, taken part in that. you participated and- in that, right? Yes. Yes. And they were not lying. Hot as shit down in Florida. <laughs> they bring Tallahassee brings a solid crew to Vegas. They've got ten signed up for MGA WC twenty two right now. Nice. Uh, their chapter has some noteworthy traditions and some other moments that have popped up on uh, the social medias that are that are pretty entertaining. So we'll talk about some of those. And one of their chapters chapter members has won a bronze ticket. So I'm very interested in confirming to everyone that those are real things. Uh, and having a having a character witness say, "Yep, they do exist." And one of my guys won one. And I believe their chapter members, his chapter members, have a podcast. I'll I'll be interested to hear if that's still going. So a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons for having. Yeah, Ian that's Saint Germain, right? Doesn't he have a podcast? Is that right, Ian? So yeah, it was Saint Germain, Saint Germain, and uh, Bat Millar. Okay. Had a podcast, but they passed it on to two different sets of medios, uh, the brothers Pichowski. Okay. Joe oh, wow. and Dan. Wow. So yep. it's a... so it's still alive. It happens once every month or so. A legacy uh, podcast at this point. I, All right. I think different... I reckon. I recognize that name. I think one of those brothers is coming to the worlds for the first time this year. Is that right? Yeah, he's your best friend. He's my best friend. That's right. He's he is he he emailed me, and uh, my response to him was, "It sounds like I need to step up my security detail." Okay. <laughs> yeah, Tallahassee, uh, well known for harassment when it comes to the world championships. Uh, for, for other people who don't know, uh, bubbles and tequila. It comes from the heart, though. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, it's the bubbles good kind. Is not yeah. Tallahassee. Bubbles is not Tallahassee. <laughs> oh, okay. Great guy. Yeah. Well, he's Tampa. Wait, was he? Or one of those? He's in. Like, he no. lives in like Texas. No, no we were just was. very involved. Oh, no, okay. Never right. was. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. yeah don't put you that your sins. <laughs> um, All right. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about. It. So there you go. Qualifications. I think all you know, me up to snuff. Um, I approve. And uh, let's let's get into it. So uh, first, let's. Let, I just want to ask you, Ian. Um, like, how did you find out about the MGA, and what made you think I should start a chapter? Sounds sweet. So yeah, around 2014, I was uh, playing golf. Uh, you know, every other week or so with Joey. And Keith, that's where the main two guys that were, you know, I, I was living with Keith or I had been li- living with Keith a couple of years before that. So we were just playing a lot of golf. And uh, around that time, I was playing a lot of World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
the main World of Warcraft podcast at the time uh, had Willie on it, and I heard him mention it a few times uh, about the MGA, and I never really paid much attention. But one time, I just I just Googled it, I looked it up, and I signed up. I, I texted Joey, hey, are you interested? And he's like, yes, I don't care what it is. I'm <laughs> wanting any kind of competitive golf for people that suck. With that, I signed up, and then we had about six or seven players our first year. That actually outdoes his application. His application, he estimated he could get four people. Uh, and I think it's important to note, I've said some people think he's funny, but I never saw that coming from his application. Almost <laughs> zero jokes in it. Really? <laughs> Which wow. I had just, no idea I, what I was doing. I didn't. I didn't know what it was. Who, who am I emailing? Somebody in Cambodia? That, yeah, or? that's true. <laughs> I, I think that is. I, I love the fact that a lot of chapter leaders essentially took a leap of faith, and just, like you probably knew Every, more about it yeah. than a lot of people when they started out because you'd actually heard a real person talk about it, right? But some people, yeah, like uh, Steve Pothier joined. This is a classic MJ story. Joined when he had no chapter, just joined to join. <laughs> That's that's when we had a MySpace page. Yeah, yeah. When our website was a MySpace page. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, so uh, one more question before we jump into. uh, Well, I I mean, I guess yeah. Here we go. So it was just you just heard about it, and then you had friends to play golf with, and that's really why there was nobody else playing around. So you just decided that's what we'll do right away. Yeah, I mean, basically, it was like this is an option. It looks interesting. Then we looked into it, and obviously, we were you know we love the concept, so we signed up. And uh, a few of those guys, I mean, the majority of the guys that were in that time are still are still playing and active members. One actually, Keith, uh, is now in Golden, Colorado, so he's in that chapter. Mm. He moved over from uh, from Tallahassee to Golden. Uh, but then, I mean, Joey has been probably the, the other the most important person to get this off the ground his he's had some of the most uh, creative ideas in our chapter uh, right. along with a few other guys but yeah yeah and i think he's important to mention for a couple of reasons so joey st germain right yep so, yeah joey st germain great uh, golf name uh, i'm assuming you're going to talk about the july 4th uh event what's what's that or the fu of the fu yeah. open um this was one of those noteworthy moments on on social media. I, I'll let you describe it. You were there. I saw it, but you were there. <laughs> I was there. I, I do remember some of it a uh, long time ago <laughs> at this point. But uh, so Joey had told me that he was going to dress up uh, in a full outfit, uh, full Revolutionary War outfit. Uh, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, cool, man. That's I great. I think he mentioned, yeah, he mentioned something <laughs> about music. I'm like, all right, yeah, that sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. He'll put a cell phone on or something. Yeah. Uh, but no, the day of the event, I realized he wasn't joking when a, a couple of kids from FSU, uh, from the band at FSU, were uh, were walking into the clubhouse trying to figure out where Joey St. Germain was. <laughs> so, and, and it ends up that he uh, he got a full fife and drum outfit and, you know, to sing him into the first tee. <laughs> okay, uh, so so that was, was <laughs> that was to celebrate his entrance into the golf tournament because I yeah from the social media uh-huh. post yeah, I, saw, was, I was like was this is just a celebration of America but no a celebration of Joey Saint Germain himself no I mean it was America uh, he did but he did um, he did call out the uh, president he called out El Presidente the chapter leader everybody so it was like a revolutionary type address mm-hmm. uh, but to the NGA. He he had a scroll that he read from, if I remember right, with probably right. with singed edges. I would <laughs> I would imagine probably yeah. if I remember yeah, how to them. age things from my middle school days mm-hmm. when I had right. to if you make, make a treasure them, map and yeah. age. Yeah, them. yeah. Uh, yeah. He actually the most impressive thing actually uh, out of this whole deal was he played in that outfit the whole round, <laughs> and awesome. it was July in Florida. Wow, that's great. Um, where uh, where can people see? So you got Instagram, Facebook. Where is it? I don't remember. Uh, it's that one. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. Uh, in our, we have a TLHMGA. Don't ask me what it is, uh, but we do have an account. And huh. if it's not there, then it'll be just in our stories. Yeah, if cool. you search Tallahassee yeah. MGA, I think it's it comes up. But it might it be, out. it might be like TLHMGA or something like that. Um, what if, what if you search "weird creep on a golf course"? <laughs> play five. That would that would get a lot of hits. Bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's already in my nice. history. But no, I mean, the other uh, claim to fame that our chapter has, and we have a lot of them, 
the most important one that we consider is uh, is the breakfast of the breakfast of winners mm-hmm. for the bastards. And there's Which, there's some there's never, some dispute never been over this. Right? No, there's not. No, there's not. There is no dispute. There's Nobody, no dispute. No, 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 no. There is not. Everybody has agreed to trademark it. Albuquerque, Tampa, you name it. It's uh, it's wait, all, wait, they've wait. all agreed that they've agreed that you you created it. Okay. Personally, yes. Well, then okay. we created it. I did not, but uh, we created it. Right. Our chapter. I do. So I I remember seeing this as well on on social media, and it was two guys sitting in a parking lot at a card table. Uh, right. And it, was it your it was your second second bastard? It was our, our third, third one. Because we third one, yeah, because two guys. Yeah. yeah. Correct. And that was all Peter Ford. Who, <laughs> it would have been it would have been almost better if it was your second. It was just one guy sitting yeah, that's, alone in that's the sweet, lot. Yeah. But still, it, it was pretty. It was pretty damn good. And it was. I what I loved about it was it just was like MGA right back to its roots, where we used to do our awards in the parking lot because we were, were too embarrassed to do them in the clubhouse. Which I think most chapters probably start out that way mm-hmm. uh, until you reach season two or three, and you just don't give a fuck, and you have enough people to take over the clubhouse that it doesn't matter. Uh, and when I say clubhouse, I mean bar. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that is another one, just a classic picture for me, because I, I remember uh, seeing that and just cracking up and, and loving it. And it just like captures the spirit of the MGA for me. The the other we have, we have a documentary. What? what? The uh, breakfast of we have a documentary. Yeah. Have you guys not <laughs> yeah? seen it? This is on Netflix or where can I find this? No, it's on YouTube. OK. <laughs> I got to make some notes here. I, right. I might have seen it. I, I don't remember, but I'm definitely checking this out now. I know what I'm watching as soon as we're done, for sure. Uh, but the other thing that you yeah. guys do, you have you have another tradition that I always enjoy watching. You guys are the the, the rosé chug? Who started the rosé chug? And also, how does that work? Yeah, that, that was us. That's, yeah. that's, that's one of the darker uh, periods of our past. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> so we i don't i honestly don't remember where the first bottle of rosé came from uh but it so happened that somebody brought a bottle of rosé for the winner of an event and this didn't start the chug this was just a i, I sip a little bit out of the bottle and uh whatever uh then it started escalating where as I, things I do it, mm-hmm. yeah exactly i took it pretty deep one time uh went about half a bottle okay uh but i didn't really know my limits you know, I didn't understand that I could push through. Uh, <laughs> the next event, I believe somebody broke it and they did the whole bottle. And then from then it became a thing where you would try and chug the whole bottle of rosé after a win. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it yeah, sounds I, disgusting, but also glorious all at the same time. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. It's more dangerous than, than anything. Yeah. Uh, just because <laughs> you still have to survive after that. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessary. I try to tell my guys, we do not require mm. anybody to do this. You do <laughs> this on your own. Yeah. Exactly. There is no requirement for it. So. And and how many people try and do it? Everybody? Everybody, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Lately, we've had a few that haven't. You know, they don't drink uh, or they don't drink to those quantities. Uh, and I mm-hmm. understand all that. Uh, but before that, it was pretty much unanimous. Everybody was trying for it. And for the most part, everybody did it. Wow. Uh, wow. And we had some I mean, we had some touch and go situations there. But so far, so good. <laughs> I, I really, really now am rooting for a Tallahassee member to win this year's world championship. So we could just see the rosé chug oh, like, on no. stage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do oh, you guys – do you provide the rosé? Um, yes, are we, yes. we going yeah, to need have, need to have that on hand at the World Championships just in case? Don't worry. Everybody from Tallahassee will do a rosé chug <laughs> if somebody wins. Okay. okay. Holy okay. shit, the world's biggest rosé chug. That would be incredible. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh, the, the funniest thing is that I normally – so either I buy the bottle of rosé or somebody else in the chapters says, hey, do you have – a bottle yet because here it is i great i normally just put it in the back of the cart or my trunk yeah, and then i just pull it out that's a great time. place to store rosé in florida <laughs> yeah yeah do you at least uh, store it on its side though right because that's you know yeah well <laughs> okay, I mean, good. we're not animals <laughs> yeah so you know this this makes me think of um a couple years ago in the san francisco chapter we had a phenomena where 
every single tournament was named was won by a game named Rob six or seven in a row. It was it was ridiculous. Um, so finally, I started bringing some champagne to the tournaments just in case someone named something anything other than Rob won. Yeah. So that we could uh, shower him in champagne, and uh, it just so happened that it was at the nicest course we've ever played. Uh, Half Moon Bay golf course in front of the Ritz Carlton, people paying thousands of dollars to stay there. Kevin Williams won, and we threw him up on our shoulders and had all the robs that remained standing off to the sides, looking dejected while the rest of us sprayed Kevin Williams <laughs> in gas station champagne. That's and awesome. it just it created one of my favorite photos ever from the SF chapter. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the sort of shit. I love like I could see it from from your chapter with Breakfast of Champions and just seeing photos like that of of moments that just kind of naturally occur like that. I love love seeing shit like that. Well, I love what this so, kind of not uh... to go back. Yeah. So do you guys know about the Rose curse? The Rose curse? No. No. So a couple of years ago, um, we, we had our offseason event in Tallahassee and I usually change the format of who's the captains and we kind of pick different teams in this case it was you guys against the 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 OGs Mm -hmm. uh, for the chapter so we basically split them up and we came up with what the OGs were and what you know basically the original uh, chat that where I would like send you know where we're playing and all that Uh, but so we, we, we played the event. They ended up winning. Medios won. I mean, I'm sorry, the the uh, noobs won. The noobs, okay. Noobs won. <laughs> How's about the noobs? Yeah, won. noobs won. won. No, no, no. All medios always win. Yes. Uh, but we provided small cans of rosé uh, to everyone, uh, so that would be what the whole team would chug. Mm-hmm. And there was one can left over that was not. Nobody drank it, mm-hmm. so I saved mm-hmm. it. And I started, and from then on out, it was about 10 or 12 events before a noob won. So the, the rosé curse lasted about a year and a half. It's like the curse uh, of the that was this, was this, cur- this, this rosé left over because one of them refused to drink it? Or? Clearly. Correct. Correct. Oh. Yep. Well, <laughs> curse well deserved then. Yeah. Yeah. Chug your rosé, uh, goddammit. And you like nice. it. <laughs> After... After the curse was broken, how did things go after that? Do you remember? Did it start evening out where where noobs could win again, or it it did, but it and really it didn't uh, really come all the way back until this year. This year has been mostly noobs. Before that, OGs have been dominating for a long time. Mm. Nice as they should. Uh, well, as I, should be. I love the I love what this kind of brings into focus, though, is that you know while you might be the chapter leader, uh, anybody in a chapter can start a tradition. You know, a tradition unlike any other, I'd like to say. Any any MGA are listening to this, any media out there, you know, feel free. If you got a good idea, it'll get embraced, you know. Come with it, is what I'm saying. Let's talk about the your experience as a chapter leader since doing it. Um, we've heard about the good stuff and all that. Um, John, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but are there are there perks to it? Is there is there stuff? Like, do, are these people special in any way? When you say perk, <laughs> um, that's like a positive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not stuff we yeah, all get, I'd, not swag, but, you know, stuff only they mm, get. Yes, yes. Oh, man, took me a sec. But yes, massive, massive perks. Okay. At the World Championship, if the chapter leader pays their own airfare and pays for their package to come to the World Championship and gives me their shirt size Mm -hmm. sometimes if i get the order right they will get a chapter leader gift oh yeah Yeah, sometimes i i don't get the order right and you know a couple or i miss a couple but uh but no ian what have have you picked up some some sweet sweet swag at uh the world championship yeah we've always been pretty uh you guys take care of us uh, pretty good. That's, I've, I've that's so nice to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> definitely a big hug uh, when do, I uh, see you, for sure. Uh, oh, big hug. Yeah. Big, big hug. hug. High five every time after that. Yeah. And sometimes a hat. <laughs> sometimes a hat and a jacket. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you get the jacket? That's a good jacket for Florida. A very <laughs> good nice jacket. jacket. Really, really traps, traps the yeah. humidity. <laughs> it's a quality jacket. <laughs> and everybody can see me. Yes. And that was the key. So last year we gave out neon orange jackets. Oh, my and God. 
you know, nobody, nobody needs more stuff. Right. But yeah. the stuff with a purpose, like the purpose of this jacket was so people could see you from a mile away, know that you are a chapter leader and treat you with the respect that that commands and deserves and buy you drinks. There you go. Bottom line. I mean, we do like and to yeah, say that the chapter leaders are kind of the most important people in the MGA, right? Um, oh, then they, yeah. And none they, of this shit happens without you guys. So, so right. uh, from me to you, a heartfelt thank you. Thank you, Ian, for all you do. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> thank you, guys. There you go. So, that, look, look at all the pros of being well, a chapter leader. I appreciate leader. the thank yous. Uh, the cons of being a chapter leader. I wrote down none. Is that correct? I, I could add a few. <laughs> I oh, mean, are look, we out of time, Willie? I don't think we have time, time for that. I think we should probably move on to the next segment. Uh, move move yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about building the chapter. So you said you started with <laughs> six people. <laughs> six yeah, people, right? So, so how did you get to what? What number are you at now? I don't know, fifty, something like that. Fifty what? something. Whoa, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, look, and okay. this is not my doing. Don't. Yeah. yeah, this isn't this isn't on me. I actually actively dissuade people from trying to join the chapter. Oh, 100 percent. Good, yeah. good job. Yes, you're doing yeah, it. No. All right. <laughs> We've taught so, you yeah, well. so actually through the years and and the way the the MGA and its uh, reward system has developed, I've come to believe that. 45 members is the ideal chapter size 45 to 50 mm -hmm. is the ideal chapter size because then you're going to get about 24 for each event which is a manageable size for straight tea times you know it's not, it doesn't take that long um waiting around at the end for everyone to show up unless of course you're coming from a small chapter willie <laughs> at our last tournament uh you came from austin where you had mm -hmm. two or th three foursomes right so we had we had 25 in our tournament yeah and willie came in and there were like three groups behind him and you just were like there's still more people out there <laughs> <Yeah>. every every <laughs> 10 minutes still more yeah what? wait what but, aren't we done what the hell yeah i so i you know the most I can understand 45 to 50, but in my personal opinion, when I was a chapter leader, I really liked 16. I liked that number. Like that was, that was pretty solid for me. 16 for a tournament or for overall sure. members though? <laughs> See, I, I just didn't like to herd cats. That's, that was my big thing. I was like, you know, like we, 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 people would be well, like, you, oh, yeah. I got a friend. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad you have a friend. And they're like, no, 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 nobody, to join. And I'm like, it, oh, who's who's gonna do it? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's it. yeah. may as well be us. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But no, the the 45 members will get you about 24 uh, to 28 for each event, which I I think is manageable. Um, and that's why that's where the trophy pack. Uh, becomes free for the chapter for the next year like that's that's what i encourage chapters to get to and beyond that then then they go into the ian kawas phase where they are actively dissuading people mm -hmm. from joining because because you've hit the sweet spot man it doesn't get any better than this no you are yeah. at the perfect size yeah yeah no i agree i mean i i'd love to be i think 36 is th th like 36 to 40 i think is the right amount of to mm -hmm. total members and then tournaments under 28, pretty easy. After that, it starts getting a little bit rowdy. There, right. there is, I will say, right. and there's, then there's difficulty to a chapter that's really small like Austin was because it's hard to convince a golf course to give a crap about you guys when you're when you're like, I just right. need uh, three tee times back to back. And they're like, no, no, we don't have that. Um, so it is better if you can get to that. Yeah, 24 to 28 guys. Because you know you can at least right. call and and they'll they'll pay attention to you, right? And the, exactly, and then you if you get to the other side of it, it gets challenging because you're not quite to enough people to get a shotgun mm. start. So then then you're a pain in the ass to golf courses yeah, on the other where, side. That's where so we are. that's where yeah. we are with like 32, 36. It's like yeah. oh man, like yes, we can have you on from starting at two o'clock. Yeah, this is a conversation I had with a with a golf club. He's like, "Oh yeah, so I went about you know eight tee times." And he's like, "Yeah, I can put you on at two. And I was like, "Well, are we going to be able to finish 
before it gets dark. He's like, no, he's probably like, not. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. <laughs> well, then, yeah. You'll get to start. <laughs> then, then, then no, I'm good. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. That that I will say. Uh, I'm curious to know your your experience with um, with the booking. And do you have any tips for any chapter leaders out there? Because you, you are in Tallahassee, which is you know fairly larger city. Not that I've ever been there. I assume it's large. Enough. Um, but <laughs> I've heard of it. <laughs> I've heard of it. Uh, it is a place. I, yeah, I, I know it's a place. So I mean, like, what's your experience been like? Uh, and yeah, is there anything that you've learned over the the years? Uh, yes, I mean, I normally uh, will call. I'll just call them up for the most part. Email sometimes works with certain people that I, that you already have a, a relationship with. Uh, but ultimately, going to the place and just asking for the manager. Mm. Uh, and maybe just, you know, some Friday afternoon round you have uh, with friends, you try in, you go inside and you just talk to them and you tell them what you're looking for. If it's a semi-public type course, uh, normally they'll work with you, at least down here in Tallahassee. I don't know how it's going to be in other cities. I'm sure in San Francisco, you guys deal with a completely different, a very hippie way of doing things. So <laughs> Yeah, we uh, we have a smoke session. Yeah, smoke signal session. Then, yeah. <laughs> We roll a blunt, we change yeah, our genders, yeah. and then we talk about golf courses. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, our main, probably our second most important job as a chapter leader is to get us invited back to a course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's actually big, some, that may mean that may mean that sometimes you don't get blackout drunk as a chapter leader. And some chapters have a little more responsibility in that uh, in that regard. In that. Some chapters in in some places get the MGA banned from places, then the MGA may not be able to hold world championship events in some places in a city where some chapters may host events and may get us banned from certain golf courses. Yeah. So if you're out there listening, get your shit together. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Ah, shit. It's It's only one course so far. Okay. And they didn't. That's one too many. Banned so much as so much as they said they were taking a break from mm. the MGA. What is your slug rating? Do you know? Oh, <laughs> I don't. But it should be very fast. Let me hold. I, I know I have one because early on when you guys started that, mm-hmm. um, and I know my guys were messing around with it for a little bit, and I don't think they've touched it in a bit. But, uh, I believe. I believe. One, at one, least two. in. In my mind, uh, I I hold you as the gold standard for for the ones. Like when I rate people uh, it, with the slug rating, it's like, all right, Ian Kawas is a one because I'm pretty sure you just walk up and hit hit the damn ball like wherever it is, whatever's happening, you just step up and hit it, right? Yeah, and he only hits it 71 times sometimes, which is crazy. <laughs> oh crap! Sorry. I, okay, so <laughs> I put myself right now i'm i'm closer to a two because i've been playing a lot more i've been caring a little too much about my shot uh, okay uh, what do you right. do what's so your pre-shot i definitely routine? slowed down to smoke yeah I, that's where i messed up i didn't you know get my pre-shot routine down now uh, that i do i'm at a two and uh you know i may be okay. joining some tours i don't know i'm googling still yeah wow, wow. you put your okay. applications out there all right you're like, can you play all your tournaments at my home course? Because if you can, I think I can compete. I, I, if, I can, if I can convince the Live Tour yeah. to just play at Capital City Country Club in Tallahassee, it's guys. a great course. Mickelson, Nich- he's course. over the hill, baby. Uh, I got a chance with Mickelson. So let's talk about some of the tools available to chapter leaders. Uh, just to kind of give you guys a rundown, if if you are running a chapter, maybe you don't even know about some of this stuff. We'll just real quickly go through. Like, what, John, what do you think are some of the more important tools that we have available in our chapter leader? Uh, our chapter leader, what, what was it? The club? What do, you, what do we call it? Chapter leader. The chap, chapter leader control panel. <laughs> control panel. Okay. So. CLCP. It always, for me, comes back to word of mouth, right? Like mm-hmm. there's certain things you can do different ways. You can try and promote your chapter. But again, like you, you run the risk of either obviously getting a bunch of douchebags in there who you've never met and, and don't know anything about. Um, and, and even just blowing up too big too soon, like, sorry to, to call out our largest chapter. I mean, Cleveland is Amazing. They have 400 members right now, I think. But I just, I just, 
I just saw. <laughs> I think Ian just threw him in his mouth a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I but I just saw some post on Facebook that he he had to put up where he was like, guys, you know, we've got we have 140 members, but only 60 people are signed up for the next events. When he's got that many members, he has to book way in advance and do these big shotguns, and now he's on the hook for these things. Yeah. So. He's, he was very effective at getting members, but it blew up so big that it didn't sort of naturally progress and maybe didn't have the relationships with the golf courses or know, you know, just kind of have that natural growth into certain size tournaments. So yeah. he's, he's got some teething pains going on right now. Sure. And I think that's one of the issues from, from growing too fast. And I've always always liked the the slow burn of the mga where just every year we've had a few more members the world championship has gotten a little bit bigger and like this year we are we are damn near sold out at 432 players which oh is 288 at the worlds and 144 in the born harry and it it just frankly it doesn't feel intimidating at all it's like mm-hmm. all right whatever so we need six buses and 260 yeah. hotel rooms but like if we'd gone from 50 players last year to this my head would be exploding right now so i think there's something to be said to growing organically somewhat slowly but then i i do understand that there are the chapters who are kind of frustrated like they've been trying to grow and they can't seem to get past that that 16 member mark and i think that's where maybe some of the stuff in the the chapter leader control panel can help spark some new ideas but i i personally have always just been kind of the the slow burn word of mouth is it's the way i like to do it i i think what's really cool about that slow burn thing is you remember um like talking about the san francisco chapters like i remember when like groups of people kind of joined all at the same time and how it kind of happened Mm -hmm. over time you know what i mean like there was like one year where we didn't have all these guys and then all of a sudden the next year it's like Clemens and, and all those guys were like all suddenly part of the MGA and now they're like they've been around forever but like you, you kind of remember absolutely like them just all coming in it's like one guy joined then all of a sudden all of his buddies and that's and now they're like integrated and then you get like Sanders joins and I remember like Justin when he first joined and nobody knew who he was and all of a sudden I can't even imagine like him not being in the MGA anymore so you know that that if you go too fast you don't get that you, you don't get that feeling right and I, I think that's something that the chapter leaders who are kind of frustrated that they're not able to get a few more people need to keep in mind. Like it, it can just happen all of a sudden. Like we, I would say as recently as last year, we had a tournament where we had 16 people on the nose, like almost didn't have a full field in the OG chapter that used to have a hundred members. We, yeah. we barely made a full field. And then suddenly this year, Chris Janssen from Santa Cruz finally convinces like one of the Santa Cruz guys to, to come up for the tournament. And now we have two guys just signed up actually. And they listed themselves in the Santa Cruz chapter of the San Francisco chapter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause we have like, we have like six guys who drive up from Santa Cruz at least an hour and a half to each event, six to seven people. And, and like you said, this is going to be just one of those memorable years. Like, oh, yeah, I remember when Carlos and Darius and mm-hmm. and all those guys came about. And they, they absolutely love it. And it's always exciting to see the new people come in who just get it. And right away, they're like, oh, man, this is this is what I was looking for. Well, I mean, that, so you, you said, never know when just one connection is going to do that. Yeah. Like those names are brand new. And, and like you said, we got to, those guys are signing up for the worlds already. I had to twist people's arms in Austin to sign up for the damn worlds. But it's like, yeah, when you get it, you get it. Uh, let's let's uh, yeah. real quick because we're getting close here. Uh, let's move on to making your chapter great because I think this is really what this is the important stuff. Chapter leader control panel has great stuff for you. I encourage any chapter leader out there who hasn't just click all the links, check out what there what there is because there's a lot of stuff there. Um, and if I, any of them are broken, just send me an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Give us some feedback. <laughs> we'll get that, uh, get that but, fixed right up. Yeah, let's talk about making your chapter great. And I asked you guys to throw some some of your suggestions in here uh, for how to make your chapter great. So I'm just going to let you guys kind of take it with what you think is like the more important of the stuff that you, you put in here. So, John, what, what do you think? Making your chapter great. What are your All suggestions right, so to the guys? Here. Yeah, here's my three. I'm not going to linger on these any longer than I have to, but I think it's very no important slug. to you know that. No, I ain't no slug. <laughs> to either create or take part in a regional event, uh, specifically with the team format, because that builds a lot of chapter pride. Mm-hmm. Um, 
people people get very excited about making that team so that that helps people come out to events um because they're they want to be top 10 at the fu open break to make the the cross bay cup that's mm. that's ours out here sf first oakland um so i think that's important that also generates some uh some chapter swag as well because obviously you got to dress alike for those tournaments so so regional events are big see if there's any in your area if not start one because it's not that hard and then i think uh point two you should give half a fuck about your group's opinion uh zero fucks is too few and one fuck is too many but give half a fuck because you know you can you can kind of ignore what your guys are saying or or what they're clamoring for for a while but eventually they'll just stop showing up mm-hmm. so you can't let you know as the chapter leader you you have to eventually pick a weekend and and pick a course and all that but if if you keep picking shitty courses just to try and keep prices cheap like I used to do, uh, potentially <laughs> yeah. your guys are, are going to stop showing up and just keep, you know, keep your finger on the pulse and, and give half a fuck about it. That's actually and interesting, then, John. I, I just, just real quick to interject. I think yeah. a lot of chapter leaders are scared to play nicer courses because they don't want to ask the guys to pay a lot. But if you're like some of our chapters now, most of our chapters now, we started this when we were pretty young. Most of us now like have jobs and stuff. So don't be so worried about it. You know what I mean? You'll find out quickly yeah. if it's too much. I, yeah, I think it it has to be within within reason and yeah. like I mean I was putting our guys out on some really shitty courses. Yeah, but you don't so. want to ask people who normally go to fairly nice courses to play like some crap track because you don't want to charge yeah. them more than forty fifty bucks, right? So, and and a lot of people this is the one time per month when they golf, so they don't mind mm-hmm. spending that extra ten ten bucks, fifteen bucks. Um. And then my my last point is uh, just keep it simple. Stick to the MGA formula. When in doubt, revert back to not a search. Make a hit popular for guidance. I'm really always going to go song. there. Oh, man. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> it's going in the playlist for this year's WC. That's for sure. I just it's there's so much knowledge in there. Yeah. Like yeah. who knew that that the suits in the 50s who were trying to tell kids how to manage their dating life in high school <laughs> would work so well for the MGA. Yeah. But uh but yeah, just be honest. Keep it simple. Be kind but firm. Don't make a big production. Don't make up an elaborate story. This will help you avoid a big tear-jerking scene. It's as simple as that. There you go. Like, if you if you follow the formula of the MGA, it's all laid out right there. If someone has a fucking problem with it, then they can email me. They don't have to complain to you because you're like, hey, I'm just doing I'm doing what the MGA does. We all do the same thing. We're measured to the same standard, and. We'll fucking party at the worlds together. There you go. That's that. All right, Ian. I think some of your points might piggyback a little bit on John's. Those those were great, John. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, what you got? For yeah. Us? Suggestions on how to make correct. your chapter great again. Right. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of the things John talked about, but I. So one of them would be empowering your uh, medios mm. to come up with crazy ideas. And, and this is not, it's not like I encourage them or I, you know, give them ideas. They come up with stuff on their own, but you don't, and I usually them. just correct. Yeah. I, I mean, I, within reason. So there are times where uh, maybe I thought it would be a little too hard for the course to swallow one of their ideas. Right. And maybe I, <laughs> maybe we workshopped it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you listen. But it sounds like you I'll, listen when they have an idea. Yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah, ultimately, I'll I'll err on the side of saying sorry to the to the club, uh, even though you know, with always the possibility of getting kicked out. That's where you know I need to be able to know how crazy an idea is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've found yep, that historically I, uh, with the MGA, when we show up looking crazy, the course tends to think it's hilarious most of the time. It's re- it's really I if agree. you're going to do something destructive to the course, that's where you know what I mean. But if you're just out there doing something well, most, funny, yeah, who's not going to like that? And most courses don't have you know marching band policies like how many fights <laughs> are you allowed? On I know. The first- like, hey. So that's that is where you have to kind of feel it out and use yeah. your judgment, I guess. Yeah, you think that course that. has had to come up with a marching band? They're like, look, three drums at the most. Once you've got four <laughs> drums out there, or cymbals? No, cymbals, get out of here. Uh, but yeah, you're right. We had a smoke bomb this year. <laughs> oh God, I saw that. And I was thinking, what about- I really the wind kicked up a little bit too. <laughs> I was like, I would feel weird. I think. Uh, Straight to the club's pool, by the way. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm surprised. 
I'm surprised more people haven't done the sad trombone following a group around. Oh, that's a good one. Wow. I'm sure somebody will now. <laughs> it's out there. Yeah. All right. What else you got, Ian? Uh, group chat. This is very risky. Mm. Uh, it's a high variance outcome. Uh, it, it can be at times very useful sure. and fun at other times very annoying and uh, irrational. It's basically just a way of keeping lines of communication open within the group. Yeah. Uh, and whenever there are changes or updates, whether I mean, you would be shocked. Well, you guys won't be shocked, but uh, how often people will tell me their pairings a minute after I post them mm. without telling anybody. So within like five minutes of me posting like the foursomes for an event, yeah, yeah, there will be messages on that chat about their pairings. So people will yeah. just be like sitting on the MGA site refreshing just it, hitting refresh at five at five at five, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm I'm always on the side of simple, right? Like all the all the information is on the event page. You start creating Facebook groups, uh, group chats, any of that. Like, <laughs> there's just like Ian said, it it can go sideways, Five and minutes. then like one guy does doesn't hear about it on yeah. group chat. He's like, well, what the fuck was this? It's like it's all on the event page, bro. Like that's there you go. that's it. Like well, it's there. Yeah, that's my answer every time anybody asks anything about uh, yeah. at what time is is. Like, what time are we teeing off? In that group chat, they'll, you know, put it up for everybody to read. Hey, so what time is our tea time? Or is noon the right tea time for Saturday? And every time it's the same response. Like, the fuck is the website? You're like, did did I stutter when I typed it? No. Like, what the fuck? It's on the page, man. (laughs) And that... I have like, like, I mean, 90% success rate when saying that, by the way. Like, then one out of 10 times, like, oh shit, I didn't update the, the starting going. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, every now and then, sure. Uh, yeah. All right, what is Yeah, it'll happen. Another thing that, um, yeah, that I got for this is uh, don't explain yourself all that much <laughs> Love as it. a chapter leader. It, it's got two two reasons why I say this. And one is uh, it, it coalesces your chapter's hatred mm-hmm. for the chapter leader and dislike, <laughs> uh, really leading towards Powerful. fear and respect. But that, that'll be my last suggestion, so we'll skip that for now. And, uh, you know. <laughs> It's a united. It creates a united chapter uh, yeah. against the chapter leader. We have a lot of different groups in Tallahassee. We have the noobs, the OGs. We have brothers. We have people who hate each other. We have a couple. All that. I mean, the one thing they all have in common is they're annoyed by me. Nice. So good. Nice. You should that's have everybody get together them. every that's, now and then for a good old fashioned wise. turf war. You know. <laughs> that's it. This see what survives. Yeah. Uh, I should. Do uh, you think it would be a good idea to get? stilts for the chapter leaders at the world championship Mm. not like anything big just like 14 inches just so they're definitely a little bit taller than all the uh normal members just some like lifts yeah yeah i see what you're saying just to make the entire mga membership resent the (laughs) chapter leaders a little bit more okay so that's what we're going for right i'm on board yeah i mean also the other reason why you don't want that you want to explain yourself is so that they don't ask questions if you don't explain yourself ever uh they they'll stop asking questions or just Mm. asking questions they know you won't answer Mm -hmm. uh and you know so it becomes you you just save yourself that hassle of them thinking why why isn't he doing something for me Uh, i just don't do it for anybody Nice, nice. I like it. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. I, I, I notice, um, you know, we we do have. I, I think that's in the uh, the not a surf song popular. <laughs> there you go. Don't explain <laughs> yourself. Uh, don't answer questions. So I, I will say that this does tend to happen where we have like some newer chapter leaders sometimes ask ask questions, and it's just I find the responses from seasoned. I'll call them seasoned chapter leaders, uh, often hilarious. Where they're like, just don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it, dude. It's fine. Uh, I, I got a couple before we before we uh, call this this episode done. Uh, I'm just gonna say, you know, one of the things we talked about in an earlier episode is the culture. Just focus on that. Focus on what your chapter kind of has going for it. Um, and like Ian, let that culture flourish. You know, just kind of just your chapter is gonna be different than every other chapter, so let that happen. Um, and uh, break bread. This this is um. Something I've learned from being on like pool teams, uh, being in bands, working with people—it's always nice. You spend some time together outside of whatever it is you do, right? So, you know, like in the in the Austin MGA, oftentimes I would just tell people, "Hey, after the tournament, we're going to go to this place," 
And uh, I would just go there. And sometimes only two people would go. Sometimes like a bunch of people would go. But it was just kind of give guys, you know, because you, you play golf and you play in your foursome and you hang out with those guys for four and a half hours. But you sometimes don't end up spending time with any of the other guys. So, you know, create opportunities where guys can spend time together who uh, maybe don't know each and other we, yet. And we, we did that after the last SF tournament, and True. that was awesome. Like, it, we had 25 people at the tournament, and we probably had 10 people at the uh, the bar afterward. Yeah. So that was actually a pretty good turnout because nowadays everyone has a lot of commitments. So, yeah. But that, like you said, that's just super enjoyable to, to mix it up with people who you didn't play with. And bonus, if you can go to a place that has cornhole or, or some other sure. sport. As long as we can compete can at something. compete at. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, just, and like I said, like, don't, don't like tell people, like, this is what we're doing. Just say, like, look, guys, after the tournament, this is where I'm going. And we would do in Austin, we would, like, there's a shit ton of them in Austin. And we would just pick one somewhat close to the course. And a lot of people would just come and have one beer and then they take off. But it just, yeah, it made everybody kind of get closer to each other. There was a bunch of new guys that all joined together and they were all a friend group. And I didn't really know any of them. I never played in a group with any of them. And finally, we all went out to a bar after one of the tournaments, and I got to talk to all of them. And suddenly, they were like all my buddies. So, uh, I agree. And the chapter leader, sorry, someone's got to do it. It's just, it's going to be you, probably. Uh, be funny, like Ian. Ian over here, he's hilarious. <laughs> So yeah, I encourage people uh, just you know you're gonna add a laugh track to this, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. really built it up there, and I feel like uh, he's not really delivering. So oh, if we could just punch that. <laughs> Poor Ian at the Worlds this year. Everyone's gonna listen to this and come up to you and be like, "Hey, hey, you the funny be guy? Funny. Say something funny right now! Say something funny!" <laughs> uh, I don't even say funny. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, <laughs> this is one of my biggest ones uh, find a second in command if you don't have one a lot of times that will just kind of happen on its own I think from what I've discerned from talking to chapter leaders oftentimes there's somebody else who just kind of like you know like Ian you started it with this small group of people at the beginning so those kind of people become you know de facto second in commands but it's really, really helpful to have somebody to not only be able to do it, if you can't be there, they can run the tournament. In Austin, Ty helped me out quite a bit. Then Alex moved to Austin. He kind of became my second in command. Kent was there. He helped a lot. And when I moved away, the chapter's still going strong because there was people who were kind of already in that position. Um, and then San Francisco, like we've always had like me and John be able to kind of do, do things together. And uh, so I just think that's that's important, you know. Don't don't try to do everything by right because you've you know, you're always you've always been a San Francisco guy, always, always. forever, right? Forever and yeah. ever. Yeah, I've never wavered. Didn't didn't leave for seven years. No, no. I mean, no. I left my heart in San Francisco. Though, John. Oh, 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 that's what I was using to help run tournaments. Yes, your right. heart. That's what that remember? was. Yeah, remember? Yeah, that was all, helpful. Remember all the times yeah. my heart helped out a lot? Um, <laughs> it's his heart what won that, uh, that, uh, that match between you two. Yeah, my heart made a 60-foot downhill left to right. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. Ian's a funny guy. It was you. from off the green, right? It was yeah. from off the green. It was a chip. Like 75 footer. It was a chip that turned into a putt about halfway there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, John did kick my ass the next year. He didn't have like one amazing moment. He had like 50. Thank of you. Them. So, you know, <laughs> I got I to like remember the, the like Ian peaked at his home course not that long ago. That was when I peaked. So I'll never get back there. So. I got to, you know, relive my glory days sometimes. Uh, and then the other thing I'll tell people, if you're not familiar with, like, old school MGA humor, go check out our, our uh, YouTube, read through the websites and articles and stuff. A lot of the old school MGA humor has permutated itself into current MGA. It's all just, like, become this thing. It's, like, taking on a life of its own. And, uh, and it's, like, it's one of those things. When I see Tallahassee, when I see you have squad of dudes with drums and stuff i'm like these guys get it they're building on the legacy and they they're doing it right you know and that kind of comes from the roots of this whole thing so if you don't know about all that stuff you know get to know about it it's all out there it's it's available 
All right. I know I'm going to be searching Tallahassee MGA on YouTube as soon as we get done here. Hell yeah. I follow I want to see that documentary. On, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch that documentary for sure. I follow, I follow a bunch of chapters on Instagram, though, and that's a great way to see what they're all up to. All right. Before we call it a day, let's talk about making life easier on your chapter leaders. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to I'm not I'm no longer technically a chapter leader. So I'm going to defer to you guys. So uh, what do you like, Ian, what would you want people to do to make your life easier? Well, uh, read the page. (laughs) Okay. For one. Good. Uh, Learn to read. That that helps. (laughs) Yeah, learn to read. Uh, let me know if you're – don't just sign up for events even though you're not sure if you're going to be able to go. And if you can't go, just let me know. Uh, don't just not show up. That's like <laughs> yeah, the but- biggest issue. Like, And it, it doesn't happen often, but it happens enough to where it's really annoying. I, I see it. Yeah, we, had- we have never, ever, ever no call, no show. So there you go. Right. And we actually – we had one at our last event, one of our Santa Cruz guys – and it was, you know, he was he was fully committed to, to going, but he had a show um, that night and just eventually figured out, like, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to make this golf tournament and get back in time for the show. So he just no called no show, but he had already paid. He had no expectations on getting his money back. But I still I saw his group out there and noticed he was missing. I'd already paid for everyone. I'm like, oh, shit. OK, well. I'll try and get his money back. Might as well. So I went in afterwards and the course couldn't give me his money back, but they could give me a voucher for a free round. Mm. So I just hit him up after. I'm like, listen, man, if you'd just given me any sort of notice at all, I might have been able to get you your money back because before the round, some courses are cool with this where you can just on the number, even if you reserved a different number and you just pay for, for that number, which we like those courses. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, a, a no call, no show, like do not expect your money back. Nope. And it really, sometimes it can wreak havoc with the groups cause it could make a threesome, a twosome. So just the more, the more notice, the better, obviously. Yeah. We had a tournament in uh, Austin where the course, we went from 16 down to 14, and then the course put two guys with us, two randoms with the last group. And so me and Alex like bit the bullet and we moved ourselves in the last group and we played with these two random guys. And it was so annoying, you know, and it was just like, yeah, <laughs> like if those guys had just told us, we could have just told the course. No, no, everyone's here because like it was prepaid then, too. And then we just could have gone yeah. out. But instead, all of a sudden at the end, we're just. Oh, that's fucked. You know? So they, they double dipped. Yeah, the course definitely. You guys still. Dipped. Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit, dude. You paid, you paid for those spots. Yeah. They, those spots should have been empty. Yeah, for sure. Bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, it was, it was fucked up. But it was like, look, we're tr- we were trying not to make a scene. You know what I mean? We're like, all right, whatever. Nah, no, that, that's scene deserving right there. <laughs> all right. There you go. Make a scene, <laughs> according to John. Uh, yeah. All right. What else? What else? Any other big things uh, the, to make your life easier? This special requests. Mm. I... Uh, I've softened in my old age on these. I will occasionally do special requests for people, but keep them to a minimum. Otherwise, they're not special, are they? Like if people are trying to request certain groups or uh, starting early or late. I mean, again, with with more notice, the the better the odds are we'll actually be able to accommodate. But – um, for the most part, just expect me to uh, tell you honestly, simply, kindly, but firmly. I won't make a big production. I won't make up an elaborate story. And this will help avoid a tear, big tear-jerking scene when I tell you no. Definitely. That was yep. uh, not a surf, if anyone. Also, if you, uh, also, if you, if you make Locker. special requests a lot, if you're always asking to go early, like, no, screw you, man. Like, if it happens every now and then, that's fine. I used to have guys who'd be like, I got a thing after I need to go out one of the early groups. That's okay. But I definitely had this one guy who would ask every tournament, I need to be in the first group. And I knew why. He just wanted to leave. <laughs> he just wa- he did, just didn't want to stay. You know, He just wanted to do his round and be done. And uh, You should – well, then that's the sort of guy you're like, okay, actually, we're going off at 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you go ahead. Oh, did I and tell you that? You're, that you're course, we were like, not at that course. We were at the other course on the other side of town. Crap. Slipped my mind, dude. I'm sorry. We were first out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ian, anything from you? Any uh, specific things that, that really chap your hide when people ask for or do? 
Nah, I mean, the special requests are always fun. Uh, not. <laughs> what I started doing. I was about to say, do you, do you just <laughs> shit all over everything me and John just said? <laughs> no, special luck, man. I Like John said, I, I did actually start getting a little bit soft with him. I was a lot harder back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I basically would only move people if there was like, I, I cannot make it early. One event a few months ago, uh, I think the FU this year. I said, "Hey guys, send me all your requests in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give everybody exactly what they want." And I did it. And I said, "After this, and what we're doing now is we just do a completely random pair, uh, live pairing. Mm. Uh, just by I just hit the randomizer once, nice. and I do it live on a, on a stream Hell or anybody who wants this. to watch it can watch it. And that way, I don't have to grant anybody anything. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. All right. What do you, uh, what do you stream that on?" Uh, we just start like a, uh, only fans a, or uh... like a team's meeting or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> only fans. Yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, all right, sweet. Well, I think a lot of people have a lot to chew on now. Um, for anybody who is a chapter leader, anybody who is thinking about it, anybody who's just in a chapter and wants to know more about what goes on behind the scenes, man. I really appreciate you giving the time today, Ian, and coming on. Uh, uh, anything you want to like promote or or say or before we go. Yeah, catch my my TikTok is really growing. Okay, uh, I gotta you know I, I got my I got hot on the socials. No, I'd like to uh, thank you guys for what you did. Uh, the MGA has, in a weird, really weird way, been a very large part of I know a lot of media's lives mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> you know, it's been awesome, and what, what you guys built is uh, is gonna keep growing. Unfortunately, uh, so. <laughs> not your chapter. This guy though. gets you, it, you dude. Made a this guy gets off. it, John. Hey man, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to not grow, and it's still it's still growing. So it is what it is. I'll keep doing it until somebody <laughs> says they want to do it that I go. trust. I, uh, I love I love the uh, the story that you told at the beginning. Like, yeah, I was playing world of warcraft and listen to this guy he said something about this so i signed up and then you're like six years later it's like yeah this is like a big part of you know day-to-day life man it's crazy and a lot of people have that that story that's that me and john did not expect that um but we're grateful every day you know yeah yeah and i think you know besides all the the points that we listed at the beginning like you you obviously get the mga and what it's all about and like do it do it for the right reasons, which I think all chapter leaders do. I try and make it pretty clear early on that, you know, they're obviously not in this uh, to make money or, or get famous or uh, or make their lives easier. It can uh, improve lives done done the right way. I think a lot of people would say that the MGA has has added some some fun to their life. And that's what it's that's what it's all about. Sorry, I just, am I the first chapter leader to ever be on the video cast outside of San Francisco? Ooh. Uh, uh, well, uh, about that. Well, I don't no. know. I <laughs> no. I mean, we're forty-one episodes look, this in, is, right? Yeah. I mean, it's this is the re look. This is the you, relaunch. Well, you are the first. Did you in the relaunch era? Did you already have the plaque made? I mean, I'm, it's it's already commissioned. Okay. Uh, but I just you know can, that. Go ahead. I'll go allow ahead. it. I'll allow it. I know that the other yeah other chapters uh the other chapter leaders around the country, especially ones without lifetime memberships like mm. I do, mm. are going to be really sore. <laughs> At least a few of them are. So fuck all of you. <laughs> Ian right now has two and middle fingers that. in the air. <laughs> By the way, uh, John, uh, we did have a chapter leader competition last year. Um, I've got some ideas. Did yeah. Okay. I got some ideas. Yeah, that's Thursday night uh, opening party. Yeah. It'll yeah. happen. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah. John, before before we go, like I said, anything you want to add? You know, I, I would say snap up uh, world championship spot because they're about to sell out. But in two days when this comes out, it's already going to be sold out. So. Yeah. At this Sorry. pace? Yeah. That's, Should have signed that's up. Done. Should have signed up earlier. Is there a waiting list? Uh, there will be. Yeah, okay. that's a good Good point. So, okay. so yeah, you can still head to the store, get on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. I I do think we'll have a deep waiting list, but I think we'll get through quite a few people because obviously there was the pretty much no commitment deposit option this year. So October 1st, when uh, everything comes due, we will head to the waiting list. Okay. So there you go. But I mean, don't, don't rely on that. Don't get your hopes right, up if, if you're on the waiting list. Like that's, that's the waiting list for a reason. Yeah. 
All right, before we call it a day, MGATour.com is the number one place to keep up with all things MGA. MGAWC for all things World Championship. YouTube.com slash The Real MGA is where you can find our YouTube channel. And Mediocre Golf on Twitter, Mediocre Golf Association on Instagram. My name's Willie Dills. That's John Luckakick Morley. And our special guest, Ian Kawas. Ian Kawas. Tallahassee Chapter Leader. Thanks for joining us, man. And we will see you guys on the next episode of the MGA Mediocast. Dicks. <laughs> Three important rules for breaking up. Don't put off breaking up when you know you want to. Prolonging the situation only makes it worse. Tell them honestly, simply, kindly, but firmly. Don't make a big production. Don't make up an elaborate story. This will help you avoid a big tear-jerking scene. If you want to date other people, say so. Be prepared for the boy to feel hurt and rejected. Even if you've gone together for only a short time and haven't been too serious, there's still a feeling of rejection when someone says she prefers the company of others to your exclusive company. But if you're honest and direct and avoid making a flowery emotional speech when you break the news, 